This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Hello and welcome to it as we get the Kingston biscuits from our teeth. Oh, it's a heavenly day here in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Scotty Sattler. You are right. The Kingstons are better than any biscuit. I no, they're the, not. The Scotch finger biscuit is slightly behind, but yeah, we've got two new packets in well, the kitchen. This is what happened. Yeah, yesterday uh, there there appeared to be a packet of Scotch finger biscuits, and they've slowly been disappearing over the last couple of days. And I thought, oh, Bex bought these in for us. How nice! Because she's the office manager. Yeah, yep. and and she brings in all snacks, healthy ones. I thought Scotch finger biscuits—they're on the cusp. She's living dangerously, so I'm going to help here, and I'm going to take a couple every time I have a cup of tea or coffee. Unbeknownst to us, Jack, the producer, actually brought those out of his own money, mm. and we ate all his. Well, you ate his last biscuit last night. The worst part about the Scotch finger biscuit is you leave it in the tea too long, it's it just good. falls apart. It's in your tea. Mm. and Yeah, that's right. That's something they've got. If you're listening, Scotch finger biscuit people, fix that up. <laughs> you're making it too crumbly. So anyway, today we have two packets of Scotch Finger Biscuits and Kingston's because yep. you think they're not the best biscuit, by the way, Kingston's. Yeah, they are. No, I don't. I don't think so. I know we've had this debate. Don't even throw an Ice Vivo at me. Oh, how good are Ice No, Vivo. they're not. I've noticed the Kingston. It's always been a small biscuit, but it's shrunk. Mm. And the Ice Vivo has shrunk as well. It is. Maybe let, your hands have just got bigger. Well, in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is a sports show. Titus O'Reilly. Uh, there's a great podcast out. It's called Sports Bazaar. And nearly, I feel like every day when we come to work, we're talking about bits we've heard on these podcasts. It, it's, the, it's a great podcast if you're a sports fan, but even it's sports that you you don't really like that much. Um, it's there, educational. There is a weird angle <laughs> on every sport available, and Titus O'Reilly has found it. He's also the author of the book Cheats. Uh, I think we spoke to him about a year ago. Uh, or during the pandemic, so two years ago. So great to have Titus back on the show. That's ridiculous. You wouldn't believe what they're putting into high schools in America now. We'll get to that real soon. And you've got a beauty as well, haven't you? Mm, my, Yours my, is WA. I mean, my, that whole place no, is ridiculous. My, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, my that's ridiculous is a little bit morbid. They're a little bit morbid, mine. Oh, that's mm. nice. Yeah. A little bit more on that. I've got that's ridiculous. That premier of uh, Western Australia. Why? Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. But I don't like him. But he shouldn't affect you because you don't live in Western Australia, so why should you care? Well, I'm Australian and he's in Australia. Mm. That'll do me. Uh, lay bin for Betfair. We're going to work out what can't win. Mm. Uh, Mine's around the World Cup. I'll just say in the World Cup, what an amazing game this morning between Papua New Guinea and Tonga, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Outstanding I, game. Yep. All right. We'll get to that as well. 
Um, and by the way, if you need a new barbecue for summer, boy, is this the place to go to. Iconwin.com.au. You can score yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown this summer. Get to it. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. It is Sats and Jace here. Our badge back, I think this next uh, 26. What's today's date? 19? Today is the... Oh, it's my, my dog Frank's fifth birthday, 19th oh, of October. Who cares? Mm. How old is he? Five. Oh, did you say fifth birthday? Yeah. I yeah once again, again, you don't listen. What? Mm. Jack's Mate, in the back room laughing at you. Whenever you talk about your dog, I just want to vomit. Mm. Seriously, I hate your dog. I just, I know hate's a bad word, but I just really like, yeah, I just can't, I don't know. I can't be drawn to your dog. It's when you bring it to work. I saw an ad today for a job somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking for a job, sadly, guys, sorry. But it said we have bring your dog to work day. Yeah, I've absolutely. Gone, I'm not applying. Every Friday. No, no, they ain't do it once a year. Tonga beat a brave PNG. Kumuls uh, in the dying minutes of the Rugby League World Cup this morning. Jeez, it was a great game. 24-18 was the score. Have a listen. Luke throws Dubby. Goes left. 12 metres out. Kafusi's knocked the ball down. Tokiaho then. They've made an absolute mess of this. The Toggins. They scramble an egg on Totally Wicked Stadium there. And then they get out of it with Kola and kept it alive for Katoa. It was Penasini with a pass. Then over his head. Tokiaho's got the ball. He's kicked to the end goal. And they have pulled out a try out of I think you know where. Yeah. Kalamatangi yeah. from the Rabbitohs uh, scoring that try. No, from Tonga. Oh, to- no, but he's Rabbitohs star. He is a Rabbitohs star. I'll tell you what, the, the quality of the game was absolutely outstanding. The the enthusiasm that the PNG Kumbles play with is, is quite amazing, to be quite honest. 18 um, all deadlock with only about two or three minutes remaining before we heard that try from Keon Kulamatungi um, to take it out to 24 points to 18 after the kick. So I've got to say, uh, Tongan was scratchy, but PNG, just so much heart they play with. It's... And Reese Martin, their back rower, who called a fair bit of him in the Queensland Cup, played some first-grade games with the Bulldogs over a couple of seasons. He kicked his 41st consecutive goal. It's yeah. a world record. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Samal could take a good look at PNG, couldn't they? You see, see a team there playing that were desperate. They played with heart. They mm. supported each other. That was amazing. PNG play rugby league like it's the last ever game they're allowed to play yeah. on their life. It's It's... It's amazing to watch. Sats, I'd love to see. You know, we talk about an 18th team in the in the NRL and and whatnot. And I know you've been heavily involved with with your bid in in Queensland, but you know, is there a way that we can come up with the 18th team being a Pacific Island uh, made up of you know Samoa, PNG, Tonga, well, Fiji? I mean, that would be we call it Pacifica like they do in the in in the rugby championship. I'd love to see. I'd love to see that. Jace, I've had um some preliminary discussions with some um quite influential former players from some of those regions to talk about exactly that. Uh it would be difficult to get players and families to move to some of those areas full time, say like PNG or or Tonga or or Fiji. Cuz you'd have to play out of Moresby, wouldn't you? Well, not specifically. You know, the discussions that I've had 
are around an 18th team out of Pacifica, but you base them in Cairns. Um, you base them in Cairns from Monday to Thursday. Right. You go to – you share the games between Fiji and Papua New Guinea, and they don't have to be filled with just Fiji and Papua New Guinea players. Yep. It can be Anglo-Saxon, Australian, Kiwi players, whatever, sure. English players. But it gives them a pathway, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. And you, you base them in Cairns. Um, or maybe a little bit more north than Cairns because it's still you're still encroaching on North Queensland Cowboys territory, um, and then you play your games out of your PNG and your your Fiji, for example, um, and on your Friday you go up, you do your captains run, you do your community programs, play the game on the Saturday night, come back on the Sunday, and I, I think it could work. Uh, Mackay or Rocky could work as well mm. as a base. Like, I think you still need to play a couple of games, maybe one a year in Fiji, one a year in Port Moresby. No, as no, well. you, no, you'd have to play all your home games would have to be played in either a PNG or a. Oh, I thought you were Fiji. saying you play the home games in Australia. No, 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 you oh, play right, you right. play them in the in the countries. Yep. Um, and then your away games, obviously, wherever they're hosted. So oh, I think there's, I think there's room for it, um, but I don't know whether the NRL uh, would be courageous enough to take that leap. Okay, before we go to the break, by the way, because we're running a little bit over here, Dolphins have signed Nathan Fien as the final piece in Bennett's coaching team. Yeah, uh, so Nathan Fien played in the 2010 uh, Dragons side for Wayne Bennett when he was the coach at the Dragons uh, when they beat the Roosters. So he's always held a, a special place for Nathan Fien, coached him at rep level as well for New Zealand. So he, he thinks that Nathan Fien is a really good competitor. Um, he picked Nathan Fien over Luke Prittis for that 2010 premiership winning side for the Dragons. So uh, he thinks a lot of him. And obviously this is the, yeah, like I said, the final piece. And we know that Ben Teo is involved, I think, at a lower level is part of Wayne Bennett's coaching staff as well. Right, yeah. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. They bring you our footy update. This is Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. I'm very excited to have this guest uh, on the show tonight, Sats. You you and Gary Belcher uh, spoke to him oh, last year. Uh, his book came out called Cheat, which was just the cheats, great cheating moments in sporting history. He's now got a podcast out, and it is – we've talked about it. You and I talk about it each week. Have you listened oh. to the latest episode? And Gary <laughs> Belcher still doesn't even know where to get a podcast from. So we're, work, <laughs> we're working on that still. But, yeah, it's, it's a show that Titus O'Reilly does with Mick Malloy. It's called Sports Bazaar. Uh, get it from wherever you get your podcast from. And I tell you what, some of these cheating scandals and sporting moments – throughout history are absolutely bizarre. Titus, joining us now on Sports Day. G'day, Titus. Oh, good to be with you. Mate, we love this podcast, and I think Mick's a good foy for you as well. Although, is he is he actually drinking during the podcast, Mick? It sounds like he's having a refreshing ale or two. <laughs> no, I think he does. that's his natural sound, I think. <laughs> uh, years of doing it, and... Who, who knows with him and I? It's it's possible we are. It all blurs into one when we're together, I have to say. Now, you form a great partnership. You're the researcher and the storyteller. He seems to be this the clown sitting in the corner just waiting for his uh, left-of-centre opinions. But he's also the sports fan, right? Exactly. Mad sports fan. But um, where's the history come from with you and Mick? Has it, has it been a long association and relationship? Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. And we've done the, the front bar together in the past. And then often I... 
be on radio and, you know, we'd, we'd get together and I'd tell him these stories and he'd, he'd say, you know, we'd have a break to do it in and at the end he'd say, well, that can't all be true. And I'd say, well, you wouldn't believe that's only like a quarter of the whole story. And so we started to say, well, maybe we could do a podcast where we, we get into the details. And the idea is we don't care what sport it is. It's just got to be a completely crazy story. And uh, the sports world has no shortage. It's a renewable resource. I didn't realise that sports was this bizarre. 16 episodes to date, uh, all sports around the world. Even if there's sports, certain sports you don't like, there's always a story behind um, the different weird circumstances that will will entertain you. Now, originally, it was a moment, one particular moment in sport that you always found just ridiculously weird that inspired the storytelling? Yeah, I think the, the most bizarre one that, you know, when I wrote my book, Cheat, it was the one that really just blew my mind was, in the 2000 Paralympics when the Spanish team in intellectually disabled basketball decided it would be easy to win if they got people to just who were good at basketball and got them to pretend to be intellectually disabled, mm. which you know, that, that requires some, some real moral gymnastics to sort of do that. And I just thought it, that's when it occurred to me that there's no sport in the world that people won't cheat at. I mean, you can kind of understand cheating in the Tour de France. You become a, a multimillionaire and get to date Gerald Crow. Um, <laughs> it's not the same in the Paralympics. <laughs> I tell you, some of the some of the great stories that you've covered off already. I'm just going back through them. Uh, there's the the players that swap wives. There's the early years of the Tour de France where competitors are catching trains. Uh, there's the doping, of course, in the Tour de France. Nancy Kerrigan and Tonya Harding. Just give us a bit of, like, you think of that one and go, oh, yeah. That's the was crime the of the century, this one. Kneecapping. <laughs> Jeez, there were some big brains behind this one, wasn't there, <laughs> Titus? Oh, it, the, the guys that did the actual kneecapping and the way they organised it, it was like a Coen Brothers movie. It was so, <laughs> you know, crazy. I mean, the guy, the guy that actually did the kneecapping, a guy by the name of Shane Stan, he stayed the night before in a hotel basically across the road, road from the arena using his actual name and using his own credit card to hire an adult movie that night, which made it easy. And then he entered the arena... And minutes before kneecapping Nancy Kerrigan, he forgot what she looked like <laughs> and went up to someone and said, could you please point out who Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan is to be? <laughs> Leaving an absolute witness for, you know, within moments before later he does it. And someone said, did anyone see anything? Yeah, that guy was asking. And then he, the day before he'd sort of mapped out his exit. And <laughs> the problem was his exit this time when he, when he did it was... Uh, it was a locked plexiglass door, so he couldn't get out that way. So he headbutted his way through the plexiglass door almost and crawled through it and was so dazed from doing it. He then ran the wrong way from the getaway car that was waiting for him. And the getaway car had to chase him down. <laughs> and they they were caught within about two, two days by the FBI because they someone recorded recorded uh, them um, them planning it and then they were going to record it to blackmail the other guys later but they were bragging to people about doing it and playing them the tape which led to an FBI tip-off. Now what what brought this to my attention your wonderful podcast Sats came into work one day and said I've just listened to this podcast with Titus it's about the worst event in Olympic history and it was the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, Missouri 
uh, where the games went for six months. <laughs> it's not like the you know the two weeks that we get now, but the marathon, the marathon. There wasn't even a course set out, was there? There was, there were there were athletes having a sleep in an apple orchard and still finishing fourth in this marathon. Competitors being tra- chased off course by wild dogs. <laughs> Take us through this this marathon event at the World yeah. Olympics. Well, well, they ran it in the afternoon, which they don't do anymore because it was only the, the, the third time they'd had a marathon. And it was 36 degrees and they ran it and they decided to not allow water except for two spots across the whole course. <laughs> and they also didn't shut down any of the roads. So they all had to run around cars and horses and all sorts of things. And like you said, one guy stopped in an apple orchard because he hadn't eaten before the race and had an apple and it was not ripe. So he felt not too good so he laid down and had a sleep he still got up later and came forth um one of the guys that did win it one guy jumped in a car and arrived at the stadium and everyone assumed and he got out and ran into the stadium and everyone assumed he'd won and he pretended to go along with it until someone pointed out he'd been in a car and then the guy that won they actually gave um strychnine and brandy now, strychnine being the poison they gave him that and it was the first case of doping in the olympics and when he crossed the line, he fell down and they had to work on him for four hours to bring him back to consciousness. So it was just an absolute mess. And like you said, one guy got chased a mile off off course by wild dogs because <laughs> there was no one, there was no organisation whatsoever. Titus, <laughs> so, what? So it was just, just an absolute mess at every level. Well, why did those Olympics go in, in 1904? Why did they go six months? Well, they went six months because that and the Paris one, which is 19, no, 1900, they're, they're known as the Farcical Olympics because they both were alongside the World's Fair. So they both went for six months. And the Paris one had hot air ballooning uh, with how far you could go in a hot air balloon. And one French guy flew from Paris and the winds took him and he landed in Russia. <laughs> and it was promptly arrested by the Russian police because he didn't have a visa. And he had his wife with him and they were thrown into the police station and the police station were giving them water. And he said to the police, you know, in the balloon, I've got a crate of French champagne. And they said, oh, that'd be terrific. So they sat around and drank the French champagne with him while his wife rolled them cigarettes, waiting for the authorities to give him the clear to go back to Paris. Yeah, great stuff. Thank you very much for joining us. And also, if you want to catch Titus, you can see him Tuesday nights on the cheap seats. Outstanding show as well. Thomas O'Reilly, Sports Bazaar. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Great. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Loving the warm-up games today. Loving the T20 action. Oh, I love every single thing about it. I think I've almost worn my KO out, mm. if that's possible. Uh, let's get into some uh, golfing news. And I was waiting for this to happen, and I knew this would happen. The chief executive of the Breakaway Live Golfing Series has made the Bond Shell claim that he would create his own majors if their players aren't allowed to play in the other majors. He, he said he would sit back and applaud if the – it's not the PGA, is it? Who, who oversees the majors? PGA, PGA have got three of them. Okay, so uh, whoever oversees the majors and universally if they say, if you're part of the Live Series, 
you're not allowed to play in the majors. He said he would sit back and applaud this because it would give him the opportunity to create his own majors. Yep. And the question then is, if they ban the live golfers from majors, is that the start of the end for golf as we know it? Like, well, traditionally, the way we've known golf is that, yeah, if you're a golf enthusiast and you are, you live and breathe it, you watch every PGA yep. tournament. If you're a lover of golf like myself, I'll just watch the majors. But will that change if that – and I don't think they've got any – I don't think they've got there's – no, there's no other other option than to let the live players play in the majors. If – Well, they can't accumulate points. If Johnson, Cam Smith uh, and a few of the other big names that have actually signed uh, – I think Kepka has also signed with Liv. If they're not playing the Masters, I'm not as interested. In mm. fact, I, I won't watch it as much as I do. Because you want the best players playing against each other. What if Tiger was still playing? Which he oh, said he'll always play. Yeah, Tiger's done, mate. I'm sorry. It doesn't he, matter. He's still a, he's still a, he'll st- he still draws eyes on the game. Yeah, but the best players right now won't be competing. Because mm. they're for live. Mate, they've just got to come together for those events. And then the two can still coexist. Okay. You are, you're 100% right. If those play, I reckon that's the end of majors golf. And live will create massive major events themselves and the rest of those PGA players will come across that. So you're, they've got enough money to back them for 700 Wait, they say years. That. They say that. And that's what Super League and Rugby League say. But they've got well. more money than the PGA. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, to say we have we can fund it for 700 years, well, yeah, that's speculation. And okay. It sounds good, it sounds good on the it. surface. Let's say 350 Let's say, 350 let's say 200 years. years but I'm, what I'm telling you, if yeah. they wanted to throw serious money at it, they would wipe the PGA. Okay, so... If they did ban the players that have signed with Liv in playing majors and Tiger as attaches himself to the 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 well, Say the, the Masters. Yeah, the Masters. Yep. All the The, the um, Masters is the, the one. Yeah. The original yep. majors. Um British that, Open. Does that kid give him the opportunity to to break Jack Nicholas's record? Possibly, but I just don't think he's I don't think he's capable of it now, mate. I just I think that accident's really set him back. Mm. Yeah, which is sad. Which is sad because we've been robbed of Tiger over the last three years, haven't yeah. we? So yeah. it would have been good. But live aside, it would have been great to see Tiger do that. So, mate, that's interesting. And look, it's got us. It's got us debating it. Mm. And, and I, mate, I'm more for live. The more I learn about it, I'm more for it. We've got Australian golfers now earning four hundred eighty thousand dollars for coming twelfth. Hundred and forty thousand for coming last. Mm. You, know, you shouldn't the, be paid anything if you come last. Someone's in any f- sport. Someone's going to finish last. <laughs> How's that though? I'm going to. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start practicing. I'll get out there. You do practice, and you get worse. Oh, Mark Harris is back on top of the Sheffield Shield runs ladder for this season, hitting a century today for the Vicks in their match against WA. And Harris is driving, and he's reaching his century in style. A four. He moves to 103. He's embraced by his skipper as the helmet comes off. He lifts the bat and first class century number 23 is in the book. And now we're the five people that are in attendance clapping. Is he a chance to get back in the Aussie team? Does he want a captain? I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't know. All right, because... Mate, you've got to start getting your head around cricket. No, I love cricket. No, you don't. You bag it when the rugby No, I love cricket. I just don't... I don't follow Sheffield Shield enough to say... Who's who's hot and who's not? The, the, well, that doesn't mean that you. Like for you to say, does Marcus Harris deserve a spot? I don't know. I, I don't know. 
Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm just being honest with that's you. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for oh, this. I thought you were saying I was ridiculous. Well, you are. Okay. Mm. Nice segue yeah. uh, into our that's ridiculous uh, segment. What do you got for us? Mine a little bit morbid. Okay, great. Uh, 2018. Uh, sorry, 2008, I think it was. Sorry, anti-kidnapping expert Felix Batista. Mm-hmm. Presented a seminar in Mexico on how not to get kidnapped. He's a he's a kidnapping expert and how not to get kidnapped. Right. He was then kidnapped after the seminar and he's still missing <laughs> today. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't laugh. You can't laugh. He's still missing today. <laughs> he's an anti-kidnapping expert. I think his business closed down after that. Yeah, um, so he's been missing since 2008. This is real. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, via the Joe Rogan podcast yep. that there are teachers now who are being asked in the US to pay, place kitty litter trays and kitty litter in classrooms because there are students now who I di- identify themselves as cats. What? Why, why do the teachers have to supply the, the kitty litter tray? Why can't the school well, no, or the, the school will. education but board? The, no, the school will, but the, the teachers will have to scoop out any said poo in case. Okay, that, so if I'm a human and I, no, you're which a cat. I am. You're a no, cat. no, 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 but if, if there's someone identifying as a cat, which is ridiculous, I'm not sitting next to anyone in class while they lick their hands, <laughs> and they decide, okay, I'm just going to get up and I'm just going to make my way over I'm going to crawl over every desk in the meantime. Yeah. And and then on, go in the kitty litter and take a dump. Yeah. Okay. But as human, hmm. I can't do the same. No, because you're a human. Would you do that at home? True. Oh. Mm. The thing is, I don't believe you're a cat until you actually cough up a furball or you, you're licking your, your backside. Like, seriously, that's what my cats do. Yep. Um, and the other thing too, if they are doing a poo in the classroom in the corner as a cat, mm. are they going to be there for an hour to scratch like my cats do? I've got a cat that scratches the wall. And I go, mate, your poo's not that big. You don't need to scrape the paint off the walls to cover it. <laughs> it's not. I know it stinks, but it's not that bad. That's ridiculous, It, it is ridiculous. Mm. Uh, you can, one more. No, actually, no, no more. No more. I've had enough. Uh, this is Sports Day for the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Set at kia.com.au. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Uh, this is our lay-bin segment right now. Lay your way on the Cox Plate Day with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. What are you laying not to win, Sats? What are you betting against? Tonga winning a semi-final. Now, the way that it's playing out or the way it's expected to play out, is that Australia will play New Zealand in a semi-final if mm-hmm. everything goes to plan for both sides. Mm-hmm. England will play Tonga in a semi-final. Now, Tonga comes in as one of the favourites for the tournament. But I've got to say, I watched them this morning against Papua New Guinea. I know they're going to be r- rusty. That's that's expected. But I look at their halves and stop trying to be boring here, but the kicking game is so important in winning big games. And They've got two halves, one that's really inexperienced and one that's had more goes at, at international football than um, than Elvis in Vegas <laughs> in what? concerts. Um, what? 
So I don't think they I don't think they've got the halves to to beat a team like England in the final. So my my lay bin is Tonga winning a Sam semi final. I don't think it'll happen. All right, we're just laying that in the bin now. Yep. Okay. Uh, mine. I, I don't think I did this one last week. So I think I did Australia. I'm laying that Australia won't mm-hmm. uh, won't make the final of the Rugby League World Cup. I'm laying this week that the Australian cricket team won't make the final of the T20 World Cup as well. Oh, and I'm basing this. I'm basing this purely on the form going in. It's been terrible. Well, we won, lost four of the last five. I it's, it's, it but yeah. they have some of the games have been belted. Mm. The other night we had that game sewn up. It was only a warm up against England, but we lost four wickets and four balls mm. in the last over. Well, they decided to try and bat left-handed. The Australians <laughs> just to spice it up a little bit. So, if they get through to the semi-final, and as the the fourth best. Correct. Cricket journalists in Australia. They'll be knocked out. That'll be their best. Now, who do they play? Who do they meet? Oh, well, I haven't done the whole diagram. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Well, I just thought, seeing you're an expert, that you would know what the what the draw would I'll look like. I'll have the diagram all done up for you. Okay. I'll, I'll go into the war room and have it all sorted okay. out for you. thank you. Uh, back and lay bet on Cox Plate. Plate day. Join a betfair.com.au or search for our app. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hey, A-League update. We've got an expert in the house. Why are we doing this? Jack. Jack, put down those Kingston biscuits. Yep. And lend us your wonderful voice. Uh, tough loss to Melbourne City last week. The Brisbane for the, Raw. For the yeah, war. Tough, tough loss. They did have a, Can I ask you a yeah. question? Why is it a tough loss? They got well, beaten convincingly 2-0. Well, well, you say that, but did you watch it? No, but so I read you don't it. know that it's a tough loss. Uh, though, can do I you? can Thank I finish? Well done, because Jack. basically, Thanks. one Sorry, was Jack, a deflection, I and I mean that that's tough. Deflections happen. I mean, the keeper was just. But what do you can think you deflection? Do, do you think deflections should be half goals? Uh no, I think it or all an own goal end, should be half goal. I think well, no, an own goal should definitely be a goal because some of them you deserve to be so, punished for that. But I think it was tough because that, I don't know if that truly actually accurately describes the game because tough deflection and then a penalty. Uh, they were both in the first, I think, 35 minutes uh, and then they basically just kind of passed the bus and the Raw kept trying to get back into it but weren't able to break them down. Jamie City McLaren, are very good teams. former Raw was Former the... Raw boy, he got both of them. So wow. I thought Melbourne... I, it's talented though. And everything I read about the game, Melbourne City's defensive effort was um, outstanding. So mm. I don't know how that's a tough loss. I think it's a great victory for Melbourne City. That's all I'm saying. You're not giving Melbourne City the credit. Well, that Melbourne they City have been a top two side for the last, I don't know. Yeah, I just six want so facts. I think that's what I'm saying. I think the raw was the tough loss because uh, someone playing up uh, to a higher standard and uh, weren't able to get the win. Okay. Are you a fan that every competitor gets a ribbon as well? Are you? <laughs> no, I don't like that. Okay. Watch every Izuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount Plus. Brisbane Raw tickets at Ticket Tech. We do support the Brisbane Raw, but yeah. come on, let's not make out. Well, they're playing the Wanderers this week. They'll go all right Combank. against. The, now they'll go all right against the Wanderers, won't they? Well, Wanderers they have should. won their last two, uh, and we haven't scored a game, goal yet. I mean, two games in, it's still early doors. Why haven't we put the ball into the back of the net yet? We tried, but it was a tough loss. We need a segment called Ball on the Back of the Net. Mm. Mm. All right, Jack, thank you. Uh, this is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage cars there. You can cut the tension with a knife in the Sports Day studio today. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage cars of the year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews.
It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, thank God this is nearly over for another night. Thursday tomorrow. How quick is this uh, week going? Mm-hmm. Oh, does that mean tomorrow night we're doing... It's Fun Facts Thursday. Mm. Do we have to? This is definitely you. Fun Facts Thursday. It's actually not I had a, I had it actually quantified. Quantified? Quantified? No, quantified. Uh, qualified mm. by a uh, a fellow uh, colleague here, and they said, no, it's definitely Sats. doesn't matter whether it's another colleague. You need a voice recognition expert. He actually recorded it. Mm. He's and just Jack. Not, he's just not putting his hand up for and it because it was his voice. And are you calling Jack a liar, a producer? I'm saying he's twisting the truth. That's bullying. Um, you got an EPL preview for us, Jack? Yeah, sure. Let's well, to get out of the toilet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, this morning, Brighton drew with Nottingham Forest, nil all. Crystal oh, Palace. Oh, how exciting for the kids. Crystal Palace defeated Wolves 2-1, which is great. Who's so, Liverpool playing this week? West Ham, playing them tomorrow morning, 2.30. So it's going to be... Uh, Will you get up? 2.30 a.m.? No, probably not. So you're not really Jack's a fan. just getting home. I'll probably get up at 6 and watch it in the morning. Okay, so you're not a true fan? Nah. No, that's fair. I'll take that. Okay. Because uh, you, you've watched every rugby league game for the World Cup, haven't you? I have watched every rugby every league game. Every single one. You've, got enough, you've got enough. Don't even two, challenge him five, on that, mate. <laughs> Don't Absolutely even challenge have. him. Don't challenge That's why I've been cranky when I come in yeah, here. Yeah, it's true. So tired. would actually as well. Uh, there was one weekend where I was like, Sats, how's your weekend, mate? He's like, I watched like eight games of rugby league. Yeah. You just sat on the couch one week and just watched them. I wanted to go 52 weeks. <laughs> Brentford versus Chelsea. Uh, Newcastle versus Everton. Bournemouth and Southampton. This will be a big one. Man United versus Tottenham. So there's five games happening tomorrow. Uh, trying to get in as many games in before the league so stops before the World Cup. The FIFA World Cup, they've unveiled their mascot. I see that you've written here. Yeah, I want to see if you find this. is That's ridiculous. Jason is literally, this is the quietest I've ever seen him. So today, the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 mascot has been unveiled. It's Tazuni. Oh, the Women's World Cup. Yes. Yep, okay. uh, so this is happening in Australia versus in Australia and New Zealand. Yes. Yep. Next year. Yeah. Uh, it is the first time that a Women's World Cup has been held across two countries, across two different federations. Which yeah, is we spoke. We spoke to uh, the FIFA boss. Sarai Barriman. Yeah. yeah. So the interesting thing is, it's a football-loving penguin that can only be found in New Zealand. So my wife is from a little tiny town called Omaru in the South Island. And mm. you actually go down to the boat ramp and there's penguins just walking yeah. on the beach. It's pretty great. But what, Australia's got nothing to yeah, do with Yeah, so penguins. a lot of people... I think uh, Tasmania's got penguins, hasn't it? Lot, well, no, this particular yeah, penguin... Yeah, I think they're in captivity. That it is, uh, ...that is designed off is only found in New Zealand. And a lot of people are kind of angry. Well, some people are just saying it's ridiculous. Why don't we combine animals? We have like a kangan. Well, that's what, what they were kind of getting at was the fact that a lot of people... I think as well, say, we've got the majority of the games yeah. and we actually have the so people final. Are actually, hang on. So you can just have People are complaining about this, are they? Yeah. yeah get a life. Yeah, that's fair. Like that's there fair. are bigger issues like, like Australian cricket team like losing world their hunger and, and the name yeah. is and the climate Tazuni. change. <laughs> Tazuni, uh, representing the Tasman Sea and the unity between the two countries. Tazuni. Right. I'd still like to see a penguin riding a kangaroo. That would be the thing. Uh, I've got a football update for you, soccer update for you guys. Uh, Wrexham. Uh, beat Blythe Spartans uh, 3-2 this morning to progress to their first FA Cup round one fixture. That's huge. They're going to be playing Oldham. This is on the back of the Welcome to Wrexham documentary. Such a good – it's the only doco the whole family watches. That's great. Mm. Even the cat likes Pervin on Ryan Reynolds. Who's that Rob like? No one knows who he is. He's a good show. He's good, yeah. It's a really good show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a very, very funny show. That's a good show or Welcome to Wrexham? No. It's always sunny. 
even point, a, even Anita is watching a sport documentary. Yeah. It's just so well done, isn't it? And he'd act like an expert too, wouldn't he? That's during fair. it, I would. Yeah. So, but to make to make the FA Cup is I... huge, huge. What? What are you laughing at? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. I wear my superhero outfit while I'm watching it, and I go, "Who's better, me or what's his character?" Deadpool. Deadpool. Who's better, me or Deadpool? I've and never seen Deadpool. What? Really? No. What? what? I'm, the best I'm, ever. I'm not a. I know it's a comedy version of superheroes, but yeah. I'm not a superhero fan. Mate, this is so good. You know all that dark stuff you sent me, all those videos yeah. during the day? Yeah. It's just like that. Okay. It was yeah, the first R-rated um, superhero yeah. movie. Very good. Really? Yeah. Like, I look at Batman, and I think, <laughs> what is Batman's superpower? Nah, Batman's boring. He's just rich. And where is Robin? Where, has he just been, has he been, have they just dug He's him up in the backyard? In the <laughs> <laughs> Their relationship's gone quiet, hasn't it? Oh. Their relationship was. There were rumours. Yeah. And that's all right. That's all right. That's fine by us. But we don't know where Robin is. No one's filled us in where Robin is. Uh, I think I think he's buried Robin in the cave. Mm. He gagged him. Yep. I'm fairly sure Robin is a, I think like a teenage boy. Robin might have enjoyed being gagged. Robin was a teenage boy? Yeah. I think he's getting a bit weird, back. boys. You're getting a bit sus. You're what? the one that got weird then. Yeah. Anyway. He's, yeah. he's gagged a teenage boy in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one who's weird. No. I had to... Ah, uh, sports day. Thanks to Kia. Back tomorrow. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.